1: full house so um yeah I gave up my spot <coughs> babe do you want to preach when you come back so then he went oh, tag you're it you can do this week so here I am but I've been sitting on a word for you know like that's what happens I get a thought that just oh, marinates and marinates and marinates and marinates and then here we are so let's just start <laughs> Inconvenienced for progress it's it sounds weird. Um, chose a little blob because usually you know a masterpiece has to start with one little blob, you know it doesn't just happen, it doesn't just like and in the beginning, there was nothing, and you know all that sort of, only God can do that <laughs> by the way, but yeah, so inconvenience for the sake of progress, so I work here in the nice little demountable building that is having a brand new building, which will be mine, built right next door, like right next door, like where Logan and Kirsty are sitting, that's where they're building. So I already have a very tiny classroom, like physically. I have lots of children in that tiny classroom, lots of big personalities who are so distracted by just air, like it takes nothing. I'm always going, come back, come back, don't 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 get distracted. Oh look, oh there's a fly. Oh so I already have this beautiful rainbow of children who are already distracted and now we've got all day. All day. Who opened the door? Shut the door. Shut the door. Come back. We love learning. So yes. Inconvenienced for progress. All roadworks. We love roadworks. We live in Brisbane, in Ipswich, where there is always roadworks. You know, when we first moved over this side of town, we were living on the north side, and that's when we moved here when they were upgrading that whole centenary. I was still working on the North Side, so it didn't affect me. But my husband, who was working over here, every board meeting that would finish at 9 o'clock, say, see you in three hours, because he just never knew how long he'd be sitting by the side of the road being inconvenienced for progress. Now, we drive on that road and we don't even think about it. You know, athletes, dancers, you know, has anybody ever seen a ballet dancer's feet Yes, I know Gregor has. We see them, they're so beautiful on stage and they're wearing these things and they're up on their toes and they're so graceful. But, wow, have their bodies been inconvenienced for progress. Like you don't, yeah, their feet, what they do on those shoes and make it look so beautiful. But underneath that beautiful ballet shoe is like crusty knobbly, band-Aid bandaged toes, like really? So so but because I said dream, they've put themselves in that position. They've weighed that cost already. So, yeah, so the building under construction, okay, I know that I never drive anywhere with less than a quarter of a tank of petrol because I never know where I'm going to be stuck. Never mind that I just, like, see it get there and just panic anyway. But, you know, that's... Okay, can we have the next slide, please? We live in a generation where everything is instant. Pre-packaged meals delivered to your door. Um, Fresh, all of those, light and easy, whatever it is. You know, you don't even have to cook. I can... Oh, you don't ring Uber. You do it on your... Can you ring Uber? I don't know. Okay, so you do... <laughs> you. You can go oh i really feel like having i don't know nando's type it in then it gets delivered to your door you don't even have to go out things are delivered to us microwavable meals that take seven minutes that's half of my lunch hour you know instant communication facetime um before facetime when 3p used to go overseas I would get like, oh, I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen him, you know, whatever. But now with FaceTime, it doesn't even feel like he's away. I do miss you. (laughs) do. Get a lot of things done, don't we, mamas? Ah, Yeah. And then my son takes over and he, like, it's just like, you know what, I hope I didn't have anything to say to my husband because my son is there playing those filter games. But see he doesn't feel like dad's away because there's that instant communication, not just, you know, audibly, but visually as well. But in the midst of living in a world that is supposed to make things easier, right? Have you tried this new thing, you know, ladies in the 1950s? Oh, brand new washing machine. All these things which are supposed to make our life easier. However, we are more impatient we are uptight, we are entitled. There is a sea of mental illness happening, anxiety, depression in this world that's supposed to be easier, right? We have lost the ability to persevere, to wait, to endure and when we have situations that arise in our lives that need us to wait, That need us to persevere, need us to endure. We cry out to God and we beg him, take away this situation, take it away, take it away, take it away. I'm inconvenienced right now. I don't have a job. I have no way of, you know, like my health. I'm inconvenienced. My time is inconvenienced. We get so used to seeing the before and after shots straight away. You know, scrolling through whatever it is, your Instagram, whatever social media platform you're on, scroll before and after. Yes, I want that. Oh, if I just don't have to do anything but take this pill, I'll get my after shot. But see, we forget that we are here. We forget that we are in the middle of our renovation, we're in the middle of our transformation. Did, it, did the other one come up? Can I have the next slide? Please. So this is what we want because this is what we see. It's splashed in our faces all the time. Magazines, it doesn't even have to be, you know, like, oh, I don't know, it's been so long since I've read a magazine. But even like all the house magazines, all the gardening magazines, it doesn't matter what subject, there's all of these before and after, before and after. Oh, just like that. Oh, just like that. Oh, someone else's highlight reel. Yep, I want that. We forget that there is a huge process in between. And that's, you know, like social media, yes, tick. We're all instantly connected. But we're watching each other's highlight reels, guys. We're not watching the before. We're not watching the renovations. Nobody wants to come over to your house when you're in the middle of renovating. Uh, I know, we did it. I remember when, uh, I can't remember, we did it for a long time by ourselves. We learnt a lot. We learnt that we never, ever want to do that again, ever, ever. (laughs) Uh, You know, I remember Talia was, I don't know, little, grade one, grade two, and she said, wait, when are we going to have clean walls? (laughs) Because... Every wall was patched, you know, you're working, you do it on the weekend, you do it after church, you don't want to do it on the weekend, you know, so nobody wants to come to your house in the middle of that. Romans 5 verse 3 to 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Every translation actually says the word suffering too. See, I tried to simplify it so we didn't get so suffering. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance character and character hope. Now that's a well-used portion of scripture, but this bit, this bit really spoke to me. And hope does not put us to shame because... God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So, you know, we can be on that journey and we're like, yep, I'm building character, better see the other side, better see the other side. And we get so caught up in the process and that that hope can put us to shame because we're constantly hoping what's happening, what's going to happen, what's my aftershot going to look like, that we forget to see the miracles that are happening in the midst of the renovation. You've got to celebrate the little, you know, I hammered that nail without banging my fingers or whatever it might be. <laughs> let's, let's talk about inconvenience, the word itself. Not accessible or handy. Causing difficulty, trouble, discomfort, troublesome. Bother, upset, fuss, disadvantage, disturbance, disruption... Drawback, hassle, nuisance, downside, vexation. Uphill. Why don't we have these, you know, what a vexation it was that I was stuck in my car. <laughs> ah, there's your challenge. I dare you to use vexation in a sentence this week. <laughs> to, <laughs> to inconvenience oneself means to trouble oneself. Take the trouble to do something. my chairs. Dang it. I'm in renovation. Uh, Just, (laughs) you know, God's been speaking to me that there's someone at work that I need to speak to and I was like, I don't want to speak to that person. Like, they... (laughs) I mean, I speak to everybody, but, you know, I said they're so closed. Like, I don't even know. Like, I have to go out. That means I'm going to have to use up all my seven minutes of my lunch break to go and talk to that person, you know, but it hasn't left me. So watch this space for what happens next week. I've been on this journey. It's still going. That's why I didn't want to share. I'm in the middle of this renovation. No. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Hmm. (laughs) what does the Bible say about inconvenience it's often what God demands Mm. he's asked me to go and speak to that person I don't know what's going on in their lives (sighs) if one does not embrace the inconvenience then it'll be of a spiritual peril to you I don't want to get up and go to singing practice. Ugh. I don't want to come on Friday night and set up the curtains. Why do we need curtains anyway? Why do we even need lights? Because this this product needs the lighting. <laughs> what did I just say? just enjoy it It might be the last time (laughs) might be the last time i get the (laughs) message what did i just say if we don't embrace the inconvenience you know our spirituality who we are in christ is in peril in acts 24 verses 24 to 27 uh several days later felix came with his wife drusilla who was jewish he sent for paul and listened to him as he spoke about faith in christ jesus as Paul talked about righteousness and self-control and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and said, That's enough for, you, for now. You may leave. When I find it convenient, I will send for you. Sorry, I'm just going to go and pray about that right now because I don't feel it's convenient for my world right now. Could be God asking. At the same time, he was hoping that Paul would offer him a bribe, so he sent for him frequently and talked with him. But after two years had passed, he left Paul in prison. (laughs) That's a huge inconvenience for Paul. Can I have slide five, please? Oh, no, six. All right. All right. A lot of us know this. Let's see if it plays. It will play. Oh. (laughs) Just excuse me, dabbing my eyes like this smoke is just... I'm not crying, I'm just leaking. (laughs) Like, just... (laughs) Okay. Oh, sound... Somebody wants to be mis- There it is.
0: Here, <laughs> the <laughs> same thing. Either you, Karate, do yes, or Karate, do no. You, Karate, do guess so. Just like great. Understand? Yeah, this is.
1: Sure. sure. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm ready? Yeah, ready. He's going to learn karate, this is the before and he wants the after straight away. (laughs) This is a classic for all those kids who don't know what this is. Ask your parents. No questions. Wax on, wax off. Have I intrigued some of the young folk? I know everybody else that... Anyway. The process. That was his process. That was his, I am being so inconvenienced, why am I washing these stupid cars anyway? But when the time came, that crucial time, all Mr Miyagi had to yell out was... I'm not going to say it that way. I probably could, but yeah so he's in the middle of the tournament and he says daniel son, wax on and he knows to do that wax off does it with the other hand you know and then there was paint the fence and all these other other things that he uh, would you like to okay no oh oh my back oh. I love the sense of family today so, so when the crucial moment came, everything that he thought was just an inconvenience, um, just painting your fence, Mr. Miyagi knew when that time came, he was strong enough to do it. Next slide, please. Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 29. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so a So great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight, everything that's holding us down. And sin, which clings so closely. I really like this example where it says, and the sin, stripping off every unnecessary weight, and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. I loved that let us run with endurance and active persistence, the race that is set before us. Often, our maturity is revealed through times of inconvenience. As C.S. Lewis stated, yes, next slide please, surely what a man does when he is taken off his guard is the best evidence for what sort of man he is. And so I was looking up all kinds of stories and I remembered about this um, man, Jim Thorpe, an American Indian from Oklahoma who developed his phenomenal athletic skills in his youth through hard labour. He also knew how to endure hardship. At nine, he grew up poor. At nine, he lost his twin brother. And a few years later, he lost both of his parents. That would be enough for us to go, oh, poor, okay, all right, that's okay. Okay. He doesn't need to, like, he's had so much happen in his life, that's okay. Let's just snowplough his life for him and just, like, let him just have it easy. But he didn't take that path. Um, he, all of these things did not stop him from doing what he loved and pursuing his dreams. Nothing seemed to stop him, not even stolen shoes. Just hours before Thorpe was going to compete in the 1912 Olympics, Somebody stole his shoes. Jealous much? So Thorpe improvised by retrieving shoes out of the bin. The shoes were two different sizes. You can see up in the top, not even the same. Two different sizes and so he wore an extra pair of socks on one foot to even them out. He went on to win two gold medals that day winning each event he competed in so he didn't just compete in running he uh the only thing he didn't win was the javelin and that's because he had never competed in that event before <laughs> I haven't competed but I'm going to give it a go and then there was there was so much more commentary on the, on his story the reason why we came second well, one, he'd never done it before, but he didn't even know that you could take a running jump and then throw. He, so, he just threw from standing straight. <laughs> and he still came second, right? At the Olympics, he also took part in the decathlon and he finished first in two events, third in four events, fourth in two more. He ended up finishing third in the world. you got to take a risk to have a story. You've got to be inconvenienced to break through on the other side. What's the point? What's the point? You know, right now, I mean, that noise next door to my classroom is driving me nuts. But every time, every day, I actually, you know, stand and look over the fence and go, oh, there's my room. Yep, they've pulled down the scaffolding. Yep, one more step, one more step. That's just one more step. That's a window. (laughs) Sit down. Be quiet. (laughs) Don't be so distracted by all that noise happening. (laughs) So I have to – yes. There's a bit of a revolution happening at the moment. Rebel. Rebel. We are rebelling against, next slide please, rebelling against low expectations. I'm quite happy with my low expectations, (laughs) Pastor T. (laughs) So there is a book currently, uh, it was written about 11 years ago. I meant to bring it with me but I don't so here's the picture, it's red. (laughs) It's called Do Hard Things and it was written by two teenage boys, twins, who very godly were getting so sick and tired of, you know what, that's just teenagers. That's just them. Don't expect anything of teenagers because they just want to sloth and do nothing anyway. And they were like, you know what? we're going to rebel against low expectations. So they've written this whole book and a study guide and it's written by teens for teens. And so basically what they are saying, high expectations often result in greater performances or a greater performance. So what's happened over time is that we've maintained such low expectations of our teens and of our kids, we're not even surprised when they don't, like, do anything great. We're like, yay, yay, you know. Now, go and be a great adult, but we haven't set them up to be a great teen as a society. So, these two kids rebel against low expectations and they have cast a vision of just... Go and do it basically. Do hard things. Get up, you know, go and dance. If you have a passion to do something, go and do it. You know, it'll start with one push-up which will lead to, I don't know because I don't do push-ups, five, ten, fifteen, et cetera, et cetera. You know, one kid who just like, <laughs> I tell you, sometimes the inconvenience isn't just for you, it's for the people around you for the sake of progress, you know. I just want to like in this moment, this, six stand up please, stand up, quick. This 16 year old kid, you know, in that car all the time, driving to this, driving to that, driving to that, you know, she goes to dance, she comes back home and then she'll do more dance in her bedroom and then she'll ring a friend and then they'll FaceTime and they'll do more dance like through FaceTime, you know. There's so many things that when I watch the performance, I go, wow, she can do that. She can do that because all I've seen is just the little bit of a turn and the fall or I hear the thumping upstairs. You may sit. (laughs) You may. So inconvenience for progress and that's what she wants to do. I didn't know when I started driving her to all these different things now she's got a learner so now she's going to start driving herself. <laughs> For too long our expectations of teens and dare I say our of ourselves have been far too low. I wish I could have read that book when I was a teen. And the author of the book report says... I pray that it stirs a whole generation of young people to use their teen years to do the hard things God calls them to do. Don't wait till, you know, like you're making your mistakes. Do it while you're still like flexible enough to bounce back, guys. I pray that the teen years are only the beginning, the foundation of what God can do through you. The same can be said of our own Christian walk. We set low expectations for ourselves, but God says to us in in his word. Therefore, dear friends in Philippians, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation. I know it sounds corny, but work out your salvation. If God put it in there so that we could use that today in this analogy, then thank you, Jesus, that you knew that this was going to happen today. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Commitment to Christ means taking up your cross daily, whatever that cross is for you. Sometimes in that moment you have to give up something that is precious to you. But if you're willing to take up your cry, your cross that you may be called his disciple, then the w- reward is far worth the price. But last slide, please. We like to sleep in. We want to get to that next level in our game. I don't always exercise, but when I do, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start my diet tomorrow, I'll start this. And I am far from the most, maybe I am the perfect person to say this because that is me in a nutshell. I'm too tired. I work so hard. I work all these hours this week. I've got reports. I've got this. I've got this. Oh, I went to bed late. Why was I going to bed late? Maybe because I wanted to get to the next level in my game. Because it's my time now, God. This is my time. I've worked so hard for everybody else all week. My time. But in some ways it seems that all true forms of love must be inconvenient to some degree. If your service was convenient, it probably didn't cost you that much anyway. And if it didn't cost you that much, is it an example of Christ-like love? I mean, that's... That's me. That's all of us. Don't ever think that we've all made it. I think we just are constantly, our after is going to be in heaven when we can rejoice. Right now, we're just at different stages of our renovation. Some of us are at bashing down stage where it's like, you know what? I've got to get rid of that stuff. That wall is too much in my world. got to knock it down. But he's already got the plans for you to build a new one. So my question to you today is, what are you, what am I going to inconvenience yourself with this week for your eternal progress? Maybe I need to get up that half an hour earlier than stupid o'clock spend time with him before I go I've got to have my coffee I've got to let the dog out I've got to do no 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 all this stuff you know this is a raw day so I've got some stuff that God's still telling me not just that one other thing like there's a lot of things he's telling me to do right now and I might not want to be accountable because it's not convenient for me right now and I've got some stuff going on and You know, God's showing me (laughs) every day, every minute of the day, it feels like. And uh, 3P is like, oh, just do you want to share it with me? I was like, (laughs) no. He's like, yeah, yeah, you need to share it with me. I said, no, because I know what happens when I share it. I'm accountable to that word. (laughs) Still not going to tell him. (laughs) That's my journey. So... What are you going to inconvenience yourself with this week? What are you going to be vexed with? (laughs) Inconvenienced for progress. and Thank you, Jesus, that I've only got two more weeks till that building will let me inside, put my touch on it. So, one of those moments, Can we all stand? And if there's other things that you need to talk to someone about, have prayer for, we have a whole bunch of guys who are ready to (laughs) have those moments for you. So I'm just going to pray and seal that word in our hearts, in my heart too. God, we just thank you that you took the the ultimate inconvenience for us. It wasn't even just stopping at traffic lights or whatever. You, You took on our sin and you did it. What a huge inconvenience, but you could already see the progress on the other side so that we could have eternal life, so that we could come to God straight away. You did that for us. And so God, as we go from this place, as we go into next week and the week after and next month and next year, will you just remind us that we're in progress, we're under construction and that just perhaps you do have the plans already in place.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you for joining Life City Church and we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at livecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at livecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Live City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to livecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.